Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. You're back for this next episode. Today, I'm talking about the kind of the million dollar question to sell or not to sell. (laughs) Now, because you're here, you probably already know the answer um, and where my bias is leaning, but I do want to make sure that this short but sweet episode really breaks down where this question might be coming from for you, my friend, and to share a couple of stories that I have uh, observed over the course of the last four to six weeks um, that I wanted to be able to share without any judgment so that you can make the decision for yourself what is coming up for you and why you might be feeling this way and why you might be asking yourself this very same question. So to sell or not to sell. Now, you know that my opinion is as a business owner, it is your primary responsibility to be selling. I mean, the name of this podcast kind of already hints that to you, right? Master the sales game. I want this to be fun. I want this to feel easy. And I know that sometimes it feels far from it, which is why this question is probably coming up for you. Because I know for me, having had a very long standing career in sales and struggling to sell at the very beginning, that this question used to come up all the time when I was really, really struggling to sell, when I did not have the confidence, when I felt icky about what it was that I was selling, when I had no clue what it was that I was doing, and it felt very awkward. And so if any of this resonates with you right now, like hit me up on Instagram and tag me and just let me know like which part of this (laughs) is resonating the most with you. I would love to know. Um, You can tag me at Susan McVeigh. Now, Here's the thing, just like I shared really quickly, you have to sell. Now, then that begs the question, well, if I have to sell, if I have to make money, because obviously that's a definition of having a business is that you have money coming through the door and enough so that it's sustainable. It's not just dribs and drabs and it's enough to pay you. It's enough to pay your taxes. It's enough to pay your expenses. It's enough to pay your team if you have one or the fact that you would like to have a team. How do you do that? And how do you do that in a way without you feeling like you're desperate or that you are sleazy or manipulative and putting the things out there in the world? So before I get to that answer, I want to share with you a story, a story. Okay. So I had a friend of mine um, and we were talking early days with all of the restrictions and some of the, the business shutdowns that have happened and her Her hairdresser, ladies, you feel me, right? Her hairdresser is one of her favorite merchants, like uh, the 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 person that she goes to see regularly, like really regularly. She has a long-standing relationship with this gal, and she was very concerned because the hairdressing world right now, in the face of uh, coronavirus and the pandemic, meant that her business was shut down. It was shut down really early on. And my friend was very concerned because 
not just for her hair, but for now this woman who does her hair, her hairdresser, who has become a close and personal friend. And when she was thinking, because she is an ideation person, she is, she loves to serve. She is loving to come up with ideas. She is a creative visionary. And she had all of these different ways that this woman could potentially pivot her business and also serve her. And when she came up with an answer and said, Hey, could you do this for me? Because she has beautiful hair, but she also has bangs, which means that she needs a bang trim fairly regularly. That is usually complimentary from her hairdresser. And now she can't, she can't, it's just not possible. And she had said, well, if my hairdresser, like friend, could you go on Zoom? I would pay you and you give me a private lesson. You can observe me, you can watch me, you can help me to do my bangs. And even before she got to this suggestion, her hairdresser had said, you know what, we're, we're not allowed to do anything. Like I can't see you, I can't do any of that, we can't cut hair, it's just, it's not okay. Very, very much trapped in fear. And here was my dear and precious friend who said, yeah, that's okay, like I don't need you to see me, what if we did this on Zoom? And her her hairdresser still said no. And my friend was willing, now remember, bang trims for this hairdresser is complimentary. It is included with your haircut because guess what? They want you to come for the haircut. The bang trim is just something for you to keep you happy so that you keep coming back for the actual haircut, that thing that you pay for. <laughs> so when my friend said, you know, I'd be willing to pay you up to 50 bucks for you to show me how to do this because as somebody who has bangs and never really grows them out, this is not okay. This is not a comfortable state of affairs. And I'm willing to support you as a business owner. I want you to support me as a client. And I want you to show me how to do this. And her hairdresser still said no, because she was afraid. She was afraid of a lot of things. She was afraid of how to do this. She was afraid that it wouldn't work. She was afraid of the technology. She just was afraid of all of the stuff that had just happened to her business. And I totally get and I understand that. And I'm not sharing this because we're going to cast judgment on this scenario or on these two beautiful women that were involved in the story. I'm sharing this because I want you to understand that whether you decide to sell or whether you decide not to sell is not really about selling. It's about the fear that you feel about whatever it is that's preventing you from doing the thing that you want. So if you want to sell, but you can't, or if you don't want to sell and you feel like you're being pushed to sell in either scenario, you're going to feel uncomfortable. And now there is a level of discomfort that is important for you to have. There is a stretching that is required in order for you to have growth. But if it pushes you to the point where you go into panic mode and you feel like you're backed into a corner, just like any trapped animal, guess what's going to happen? You're going to fight and you're going to hurt someone. And more importantly, you could hurt yourself. <laughs> so that is definitely not something that I want to happen for you, my friend. Now, if we go back to what I had shared right before this story around, you know, how do you go about selling or not selling and how do you make the decision and more importantly if you do decide to sell which is why you're here listening to me right now what does it actually look like let's break this down what i want you to think about is if you have decided i want to sell i see people out there killing it in the marketplace i know that i could do the same thing but i have that nagging feeling 
deep inside that's telling me that I can't do it, that it's not okay for me to do this right now, that I'm being opportunistic, that I am taking it advantage, that I am veering into that sleazeball territory. Here's what I want you to think about. And that's why we shared this story. If that hairdresser had said yes, and again, not judging, but if she had said yes, she would have done a big service to my friend. She would have provided a solution to something that my friend was struggling with and that was desperately asking for help with. And that's what I want you to think about for yourself, that when you make the decision to sell, that you are in service a thousand percent with the thing that you are here uniquely suited to serve and, and do for your people. And when you don't do it, you are being selfish. I mean, my, my friend felt heartbroken, to be honest. And I know, ladies, you feel me. You guys, hopefully, maybe right now you feel me too, because <laughs> depending on the state of your hair affairs, <laughs> you might understand a little bit more than in times past. But it, it's you know devastating when you ask for help and somebody isn't willing to give it to you. And that's what I want you to think for yourself is that you're selfishly holding back the thing that you can actually help people with when they ask you for help. So I'll give you an example of something that just recently happened for me. I was talking to a friend, actually a couple people, and the doors are generally closed for all of the ways that you can work with me right now. Um, if you're interested, go and look below and you can join the waitlist for any of the different programs that I have available um, because they're awesome. And that's not the reason why they're closed. It's just simply because I'm here to serve my existing clients and they are just killing it. And I love them to death. And I'm super excited for the results. And I'll be sharing more in upcoming episodes, exactly what they've been doing so that it can help inspire you to keep moving forward. But um, when I was speaking to a couple of them, I felt really compelled to tell them that, hey, I could help you. And here's how that looks like. And I'm, I'm going to encourage you to go on that wait list or to purchase this, this offer or look at this opportunity to work with me because it's in service of them. Now, was that the original intent for us to have the conversation in the first place? No, not really. They had both reached out to me to ask for help. To uh, One was to be on an interview and the other one was just to like reconnect and, and see what was happening. And as we were having this conversation, concerns came up, challenges came up around how they were pivoting, how they were making the transition, how they were able to navigate and even with making some changes to their audience. And so if you listen to an earlier episode uh, that uh, was inspired by Ann Visser, one of our loyal listeners. So give a shout out to you again, Ann, about how to how to pivot and change your audience. This question is coming up a lot in the conversations that I'm having. I'm so uh, happy that we actually did that episode uh, a little bit ago because I think it's important for us to understand that regardless of where we're at, if we can serve our people, if they're asking us for help, you are obligated to give them an opportunity to get the help that they're looking for. Does this always mean that it's a paid opportunity? No, because I know that if you're here, you have a ton of free content too. Serve them for free. Give them your resources. Get them on your list. Put them in your communities. But at the end of the day, if what they actually need is one of your paid offers, programs, services, or products, you better believe that I want you to offer that up as well. So I don't believe that it needs to be an either or, to sell or not to sell. I think 
you need to serve people. And by virtue of that, the opportunity to sell will happen more often than not. And as soon as you can reframe the fact that somebody is waiting for you, somebody is wanting to be served by you, and and this happens through the work that you do, the things that you sell, the programs that you have available, and that is the natural byproduct of you continuing to serve people, then you never have to worry about being sleazy that you're selling something. Because when you listen to people, when you have these conversations, when you are seeking to serve them and you lead with integrity, you never have to worry that that comes across in a sleazy, gross way even if there's money attached, because at the end of the day, if you wouldn't, if you wouldn't make that offer, even if there was no money attached, then don't make the offer. That's as simple as I can make it. And so I hope in this short episode, you have realized that it's not a bad thing to sell. In fact, your business requires it. If more people had the essential sales skills and and did it in a way that felt good for them, we probably wouldn't have as many businesses that are struggling right now. I really believe that. And it's my mission in life right now, more than ever, to make sure that you have the skills, not just the expertise in what you do, but that you have the skills to be able to transfer that to somebody else who needs you. And that happens through selling. That happens through serving through selling. And I think it's really important that after today's episode, that you rewrite the story for yourself. And I want you to today find someone to serve each and every single day. And I want you to declare for yourself why selling helps your people. So that's your homework. Tag me on Instagram if you are up for the challenge and let me know how you are serving your people, how you are selling to your people because you're in service of them and what your new mantra is around sales. So mine is always selling and serving. And that's why I always encourage all of my clients to find someone to serve every day, because I know that when you do that, the more that you pay it forward, the more there's going to be opportunities for you to continue to make offers and create opportunities to get more of your products and services and your solutions into the hands of those that need it the most. So If you need some more help and direction, my friend, um, depending on when you're listening to this, the doors may or may not be open for one of my upcoming programs. All the information is going to be below, but right now I'm going to encourage you to sign up for the waitlist for Sales Mastery Society, which is my inner circle community of like-minded, high performers just like you that want to serve, that want to sell, that want to do it in a way that makes you feel good and easy and just fun. And you can find us below. Sales Mastery is going to be susanmcvay.com forward slash SMS waitlist. Thank you so much. And we will see you again in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.